0: to episode 119 of the binge boys podcast we are your hosts logan and kaylee today we're going to get into the final five episodes of too hot to handle we'll talk about the remaining four plus the little reunion special they had a couple weeks ago um a nice and quick epi it's not always a bad thing um so we'll get right into it and we'll uh We'll jam that beat. Please be loud. Oh, boy. Wow. What a groove. Yeah. Kaylee, what up? We're here. Yes. Before we get into it, a couple housekeeping things to get out of the way. Number one. We talked about them last time. We'll talk about them again. Prepped and ready. Meal delivery service. Y'all know the drill by now. You've heard me say this a bunch of times. Prep ready meals. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Prep ready meals. Meal delivery service. Services all of Metro Atlanta. You know the drill. Binge 10 at checkout for 10% off your order. B-I-N-G-E-1-0 for 10% off the order at prepreadymeals.com. (sighs) Oh And Before we get into our regularly scheduled programming, we want to just take a second. Uh, me and Pearson expressed our full almost 20 minute long remarks uh, on last night's episode of the regular um, Binge Boys stuff about the weekend, um, the previous weekend's events, um, plus, you know, has extended on into this week and um, we do not tolerate racism. Let's just put that out there. We do not tolerate racism. We do not tolerate the hate. Um, and in the description of this episode, there will be a link to a website that shows you all of the different ways that you can donate to the causes, to the rebuilding of cities, to the funding and the... Charities and all of that stuff, the George Floyd um, GoFundMe thing, all of these little sources um, will be in that website. Um, I put that in the description of The Last Binge Boys, as well as on the Instagram page. There's a link in the bio as well to um, take you to a place where you can donate and all, all of that stuff. We'll probably post The same picture that we included in on the post for today's episode, um, which was the Black Tuesday um, or the Blackout Tuesday uh, movement uh, that went on on Instagram. Just check it all out at the Binge Boys podcast on Instagram. All the information you need is there and as well as the description in this episode. Kaylee, are there any words you want to say about the cause? I had my chance to express myself last night. Um, if you If you want to, t- go ahead, take it away.
1: Yeah, so very heavy, heavy subject. Um, my heart is with literally everyone in America um, in all different shapes and forms. I just feel like there's a lot of misunderstood people, a lot of misunderstood actions. Um, and a lot of it gets confusing and it's not really whose side are you on. It's more of that we are all here for the same cause and we're all fighting for the same cause. People are just doing it in different ways. Um, So it's just a very interesting, I don't know, situation that we're all put in um, of either being white, Asian, Black, whatever your um, ethnicity might be. But yeah as you stated it before like racism is not tolerated hatred is not tolerated in any shape or form um so yeah with the blackout tuesday movement i know that it was a beautiful idea of just kind of promote um what we stand for and so on and so forth and that's great and i participated in it too um I think when you scroll through Instagram, though, I don't know if it kind of in return didn't do exactly as we wanted it to do. Because when you the idea was that you would black out all your content for an entire day so that the voices that needed to be heard could be heard um, and they would fill up your feed. But since we had so many people posting blacked out images, now when you scroll through Instagram, you don't see any content really. You might see like advertisements every once in a while, which are sponsored and not necessarily meant to be posted on Tuesday. It's just a paid ad that goes on for a certain amount of time. So in some ways, it kind of defeated the purpose a little bit. Um, It's awesome to see how many people are standing for this cause. But at the same time, like I don't think I've seen any content on Instagram that has been related, maybe like four or five posts. A lot of it's been through stories, just going through stories and seeing what people are posting on their stories. But um, with that, it's kind of silencing the news, too. Like you're not seeing a lot of news posts on there either. So um, I guess this is my way of saying that for the next few weeks we should just not post in general like unless it's to educate or focus on this community we should just not really post all that much in general um or that even today you just shouldn't have posted at all unless it was focused towards the cause um so there's that and then the whole statement of Black Lives Matter. I know that I think it's gotten around a little bit more this time than it has in previous times of the whole response of, oh, but all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter. When they say Black Lives Matter, they're not saying that other lives do not matter. Um someone there was like a TikToker or a YouTuber or something. I I don't know his name, um, but I'm sure many people have seen this post of if you have a child, he gave this analogy, if you have five children and one falls down and scrapes its arm, um, you're not gonna go get five Band-Aids and give them to five kids. Like you're just gonna go get one Band-Aid and give it to the one kid and give that one kid attention that it needs for that period of time. And that's just like what's happening now. Like no one's saying that not all lives matter. Of course, all lives matter, but the, the black community needs it more right now. They need more focus and more love. And yes, there's only one race, the human race, but we are all different. We're all built different. We all have, we all look different. And I don't think that the statement of saying we're the human race should be trying to mute that or blind ourselves from that or trying to create a filter where we don't notice those things. It's really beautiful that we're all different, Um, but we just need to be able to see those things and love them. And recognize the pain or the suffering or what that person has gone through, all the judgment they've had, all like what they what growing up was like, what their families look like, what their friends look like, what their jobs look like, not necessarily discriminating them, um, which will be difficult because our brains want to be like in the ancient brain focus where it wants to work as quickly and with less energy. So when it sees someone, it wants to give a stereotype to it. We just need to work harder to kind of help reprogram our brains and to teach ourselves and to learn about these communities. So yeah, that's basically my only statement on it. Um, I I could talk more about other things, but I don't feel like I should, or that I need to at this moment, we have a lot more to cover.
0: <laughs> yeah. This, this is something that we can talk about. Me and Pearson said the same thing last night. This is something that we could talk about for hours and hours and hours. Um, but um, I think what I said last night or what we said last night was pretty damn good. And a lot of people have said it. And so I'm just going to reecho it. Kaylee and I will never know what it's like. Um. To be African American and experience the stuff that you guys experience, but the best that we can do is to show our support and help y'all in any way we can, um, and hopefully progress forward. Um, right. You know.
1: It, and my other statement that I have is, um, if you are someone that does not want to recognize their privilege, like if you are trying to blind yourself and say that you aren't privileged that we're all the same like you don't understand if you do not fear for your life if you do not realize that other people are feeling for their lives and that you are learning that now and you've never had to experience it you're learning it then you are privileged like unless you have experienced these things like these communities have like you you are privileged so Recognize that. Don't look at that as um, a bad thing. I d- use it as power. Use it as your voice can speak louder in certain situations and use it for a good cause. Don't use it to be silenced. Don't use it to be mute and just make good decisions. That's basically that.
0: Yep. Hit the, hit the nail on the hammer. That's it. Um, so, yes, go to all of our links. Go to the descriptions. All of the information is there. Uh, But anyway, moving on to the real content here, we have episodes five through nine of "Too Hot to Handle." We finished the show. Um, We will give our scores and thoughts of the show overall when we, after we finish, you know, going through the plot of each episode. But um, I I genuinely enjoyed it. I I really liked the show a lot more than I thought I was going to. the same thing last week. I, I' Pretty safe to say that you thought the same, Kaylee?
1: Yeah, I did. Good.
0: Good deal. We'll get into our conclusion thoughts at the conclusion. Um, we'll start it off with number five, episode five. Um, at this point, um, we start off the episode, Francesca had to, her date with Kells, I think the night before. Um, and now she's realizing that she doesn't want Kells anymore and she wants Harry uh, which I mean I wrote down Francesca make up your mind girl like she's playing all these immature games with all these people and we see it later on when she goes on her date with Corey um, which I think maybe the I mean I, I believe Corey when he says he finds Francesca extremely attractive but I feel like the producers may have had a hand in saying, like, "Corey, you should most definitely try to um, ruin the, the strongest relationship right now on this on this retreat." Um, but okay. but I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Um, so again, we'll go on. Sharon Shir- and Rhonda admit that they had no sex in their fantasy suite type deal, the private suite. Um,
1: But they did other things. (laughs) But they
0: did other things that costed (laughs) (laughs) them. They costed the group $16,000. And at this point in the show, they now have $78,000 left. Still a pretty good prize, I think. Um, Any thoughts on Sharon and Rhonda not having sex? Kind of surprised, honestly.
1: I was kind of surprised. Um... I don't know. This like sounds really bad, but it's almost like they did like the Christian loophole, like yeah. with the messy suite of like as long as we don't have sex, it's fine. Like we can yeah. do else, but as long as we don't have sex, we're still pure.
0: Yeah,
1: how they went about it. So once they started doing all the other things that La- Lana started like spitting out, that they had to get charged sixteen thousand dollars for. At that point, you might as well have just had sex. But right, not a good thing that they didn't because if they did all of those things. I wonder if they, if they did all of those things and then also had intercourse. I don't know if they would have just looped it in all as sex or if they would charge them for sex, which we'll, we'll mention the money amount later because a couple does have sex um, in one of the episodes. But I wonder if they would charge for that amount of money plus all of the additional stuff they did or if they would just. That's
0: a really good thought. I didn't even think about that, about how they could just if you have sex as well as the foreplay leading up to it, they could just throw it all in a bucket and call it, you had sex, you did it all, and then charge for sex as well. Because then you'd have to factor in them getting charged for kissing. So that's three grand. Oh, that's a good thought. I don't know. I'm kind of curious about what Sharon and Rhonda did because Lana had to bleep most of it out. We didn't get right. to hear pretty much anything, but it seemed like the rest of the cast members were quite disgusted.
1: Yeah, I know. So I'm hilarious. very curious. <laughs> right. Like I said, Christian loophole. Like I'm <laughs> very
0: interested
1: in <laughs> what weird stuff they did. But if if it is what I'm thinking, and they just rope the foreplay into the intercourse, they should have just had intercourse. Right. It came out to be around the same.
0: <laughs> essentially, it, essentially, it was a few grand less than just having sex. Right. But um. so then moving on a little bit more, uh, Chloe and Bryce kind of have a quick little moment. Let me just say this: I'm on Team Bryce. I really like Bryce for no reason.
1: <laughs> I hated Bryce when he first came in.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't like his like, vibe. Like, he I think when he first walked in and stood in front of all of the girls and just told each girl what he liked about them, like in like a line, I was like, okay, this guy sucks. Yeah. He sucks so bad. And then that was even before they told him what the rules were. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so he's literally just coming in to see how many people he can sleep with. Right. And he's like, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. He gives me this weird vibe. Um and then like towards the end when they started doing a lot more of the heartfelt stuff, I was like, Oh, Bryce." Yeah. Like I started sure. to care for him a little bit more. <laughs>
0: so, so Chloe and him kiss and immediately like an hour later, Chloe's like, I don't know why I did that. I just wasted three grand. I don't feel an emotional connection with him. She just thinks he's attractive. There's just nothing up top with him that she admires, which is fine. We've all been there. We've all been attracted to people that we've, um, realize you know what maybe I shouldn't have gone through a fling with them but um, so then Kells or no I'm sorry if I'm remembering right Harry goes up to Kells and is just like Yo, oh, bro uh, it's not cool of you to have asked out Francesca when you knew something was going on with me and Kells basically just said shut the hell up <laughs>
1: like, Kels definitely should have said that, because at that moment, they didn't have their making up yet. Like, they had chatted a little bit here and there, like, between challenges and stuff like that. But they, like, at that moment, I don't know. It was just all weird. And it's, like, it's, like, Harry. It just reminds me um when, who was it? What, well, David and... When David and uh, who's Rhonda's Sharon, right?
0: Sharon, yeah.
1: Sharon, Sharon. When Sharon and um, David got together to talk about Sharon and like how calm and collected it was and stuff. That was like completely opposite of this whole scenario because Kells and Harry were like hostile. And they <laughs> were like right off the bat. I was like, dang, okay.
0: <laughs> right, Yeah.
1: There's a lot of guys fighting over girls and no girls fighting over guys, which is quite interesting. Yeah, and I thought it's so really too. So different.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, so so then at that at that conclusion of, of that episode, um Lana suggests that Harry and Francesca talk about everything. And Francesca basically um tells Harry that she wants to be with him and he's like super like puzzled because you know um
1: she was wanting he was wanting
0: kells and he wasn't sure what her intentions were which i i hadn't thought up until about that point that harry hasn't really gone out for any other girls he's been Mm -hmm. trying to chase francesca the whole time so harry why he may be a sleazebag at some points for lying and shit He's Mm -hmm. not really a fuck boy. I mean, he's really been for Francesca the whole time.
1: Right. He really has not. Um, And honestly, at one point, honestly, like if you kind of think about it, Francesca isn't really a fuck girl either. Like she was on the date with Kells, which kind of she got kind of fuck girlish. And but then when basically Kells kept telling her, no, she was like, okay, then I don't want you. Right, which is pretty fuck girlish. But then when um when everything happens with Corey, you can tell that she's changed a lot. My only thing with Francesca is she is just super horny. Oh yeah. that's what it is. I don't even think that it's more of like who, how many people can I sleep with? Hers is more of like, okay, if you can give me what I want, like I'll stay. Like I just am horny. Kind of oh, thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like they, they are. So horned up, especially Francesca. But, yep. um, so then we get the like little cliffhanger of will Harry accept Francesca's proposal? Well, of course, spoiler alert, um, he does because he'd be an idiot to not be with her. Um, they're both and they,
1: each they, other,
0: <laughs> yes, they embrace each other, they have kind of a meaningful conversation, and then. They earn a green light from Lana, and they get to kiss and make up. Um, Also, at the beginning of this episode, Lana, like, brushes over a very quick thing, and she makes us go back in time and shows that Haley just got kicked off.
1: (laughs) Yes. Honestly, I hated Haley.
0: Dude, she is so aggressive.
1: And she was aggressive. She was, like, the typical blonde sorority girl that, like, no one wants to be around. It was, like, oh, my God. She was not great. And she was always so negative. Like, her negativity was, like, second level. And she did not care about anyone in that house. I think it was because my, like, little like my little thing that is why she was so pissed off it was like i don't think any guys really pursued her like she was just like sitting there waiting for a guy to pursue her instead of like her trying to go pursue guys you know Mm -hmm. no one approached her she's like okay fuck you you guys are all ugly anyways Was kind of like where her mind went because i'm sure in college being a drunk sorority girl she gets lots of frat boys that just like swarm her maybe
0: right
1: i don't know She did not want to put, like, any effort towards anything. And then, if not, it was because she really liked Francesca. And when Francesca started, like, being interested in Kells and being back interested in Harry and all this stuff, she just was like, okay, then this is stupid. Yeah. No, no. She just – her attitude was – It was the worst. Level. I was like, oh, gosh. So then – we um
0: then we get transported back to present day, and we get introduced to um new arrivals.
1: Oh yes. So we get
0: Lydia over here. She's from the UK. Kels over or not Kels? Corey over Corey. here is from the UK as well, and then Madison is from California in the U.S. of A. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: she looks like such no. a California girl.
0: Oh, yeah. And she acts like it, too. So let's get this out of the way. Madison doesn't really do much the rest of the season. In fact, I don't think she does anything except. What
1: makes me so sad is that I feel like she was starting to get a small connection with Jesus.
0: Yeah.
1: She was getting a small connection with Matt. And then Matt decided to just, like, leave the next day. Like, Matt was totally digging her. And then, like, the next day, he was like, I'm just going to leave. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like you get close to the first connection which is so weird because the show like okay so with the show they said that they're bringing in a lot of people that are like really horny or something and they do really bad jobs at making connections with other people because they just like hoe around is kind of like what the show is based on i wonder with matt if it's not so much that he hoes around it's just the fact that he is really bad at making connections in general, like any yeah. relationship type connection. Cause I don't he was not for the hoeing around. He was all here for the money. Blah blah blah. And then as soon as he started like to get a little bit of I could get in a relationship with someone, he was like, okay, I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, like, what? He,
0: so so yeah. So so he departs. Um Corey um Corey and Lydia are the two power players for the rest of the season. Um, and Harry and Francesca get tempted with the private suite. Um, spoiler alert, they take 20 grand away from the group from having intercourse. Um, and Kells is pissed. Not only because he's the accountant and he keeps track of the money, but because mm-hmm. he's probably got a little, probably a little bit of a sliver of jealousy from Harry um uh yeah and then the next day matthew just departs from the island and then chloe and Corey make out at the fire pit so just money 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 chloe 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 i'll get in the chloe when we give our final thoughts about the the season episode seven uh my first note for episode seven says oh no Corey is a fuck boy and yeah, yeah, this dude is this dude is canceled, Kaylee. Corey is canceled.
1: He is not great. And everybody's like, oh, he's so attractive. And I'm like, okay, the leg tattoo is kind of cool.
0: I think the he tattoo
1: pretty and but the
0: curly hair and he has pretty eyes.
1: Yeah, I think as soon as he starts talking, I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore.
0: Yeah, it's like, all right, bro, once you start talking, I'm out. Like he's such a douchebag. Like it's horrifying how dickish this guy is. <laughs>
1: yes, it's rough.
0: It's it it is so rough. Um so yeah, so so we get Corey. Um Lana grants him a date. Uh but before that, sorry I missed this. Rhonda has a child. She drops that on the entire cast. Um not a huge deal. I mean. Listen, it's it was nice to divvy up the drama for 30 minutes, but I mean, she introduces this kid to Sharon or not introduces, but she tells Sharon about it and I was picturing Sharon to be really taken aback, but he honestly took it very well and uh was like, "Listen, if 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 getting to know this kid is part of getting to know you, then I'm willing to do what it takes."
1: Yes, and honestly, it was super sweet and like later yeah. on when um they continue kind of that progression of his son, her son. I really, I really like. Um, why do I forget everybody's names? You just said it too, and Corey, Rhonda,
0: yeah,
1: Rhonda. I really like Rhonda. Yes, a I think she
0: became one of my favorites as well.
1: She's just the most mature, I think, and oh, it
0: easily, yeah. Um, so. Francesca is chosen by Corey to go on this date. She entertains the idea, which I thought was pretty shitty. But um, the way she explains it later on is that she needed to go on that date to kind of realize that, wow, she really does want Harry. Right. Uh, if, if that's what it took, then good for her. Because when she was on this date and he was just complimenting her and flirting, and I was just like, no, bro, like, no, like, this sucks. Poor Harry. Um, but yeah, um, the real loser of that situation is Chloe, because Chloe had it out for Corey, um, so she's right. heartbroken, crying in the makeup room. Um,
1: oh, really bad for Chloe, and honestly, Chloe really had a point when it came to Francesca with like her not coming to her and saying something of Oh hey, I got a date card or something. I don't know. Yeah, I so bad for the girl.
0: Yeah, I did too. Probably she seems like a, a good girl.
1: Like she was like she put on her Barbie dress for her for him and stuff, and she,
0: she got so excited for this she date.
1: So excited. But and honestly. Grew Corey, like, honest, like, I guess that Francesca's attractive, but, like, it might be because he's from the UK, too, but, like, Chloe's accent is so cute, and she's so positive, like, Chloe's a cute girl, and she's clearly been, like, following you around, like, you should have just went for it, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, then all of the girls, because tensions are high they go into what is probably the weirdest um, workshop of the entire season where they all, um, for lack of a better term, uh, analyze and paint their vaginas. Yep. <laughs> I get the purpose of it's a whole like self love thing. Um, but, but come on, it's kind of a little bit weird. Um but I mean it was kind of cool. I mean the girl it seemed like some of the girls really grew from it. Um because I know a lot of girls. I'm not a girl personally. No, off- or no offense. No surprise. Right. Um but uh, I but I I know from dating girls that a lot of girls if not all girls have insecurities no matter how pretty, no matter how beautiful they are. Um And so this kind of helped out with that for a lot of them. And I was pretty like, okay, good, good deal. Good for them.
1: Yeah. Um, I I think when it comes to like, I forget the term that she used for their vaginas. Do you remember what the term was? uh,
0: Oh, I was saying it the whole day afterwards.
1: I feel like it started with an L maybe
0: yeah i don't i don't i don't 100 no i'd have to go back and look
1: i feel like um lots of girls can actually be pretty insecure about like what theirs look like like that's actually a very true thing because we yeah. do watch porn or like magazines that have that type of stuff like all of their everything is like a certain perfect shape. I don't know. It's like this dream world thing. And sometimes it makes you think like, Oh, that's a, like, you kind of forget like, Oh, that's a body part. And obviously it can look different just like your arms or your legs or your feet or your hands or your boobs or your face or your nose. Like it can look different just like everyone else's. But since it's like something that I think everybody just worries about for an extent, i don't know it's just a lot of people get very insecure and like worried like is that okay like is it okay to look like that so that was a really really good lesson i think to lots of people and i really liked when they started drawing their vaginas that they didn't necessarily draw actually draw their vaginas it was like what it symbolized to them and yeah so that which was really cool
0: so, yeah, they have that workshop, which is really powerful for them because it makes them appreciate themselves and each other a little bit more. Um, David and Lydia make out a little bit. they've been onto each other like like, you know an analogy um ever since Lydia arrived at the island, um so uh they they spend three thousand dollars there, and overnight that night. Francesca gets a little under the covers with Harry and doesn't think anybody's gonna notice. But they cost they cost the group six k there.
1: Yeah, because she literally blew it. <laughs> but um, um, going back to David and oh, what's her name? Lydia. Lydia. David and Lydia. Um, this is this is just putting the nail in the coffin on how much I love David. Like, David's the best. Like, if I think one person had to win this whole thing, it should have been David. Oh, I, yeah. I agree. I love David. Um, he, when he, like, went up to Lydia and was like, I was wondering if I could take you on a date or something to dr- have drinks. And it was like he just walked six steps and then sat on a log and they just drank and talked. Like, the fact that he even approached it like that was yeah. really, really sweet. Like I very- agree. He's a very sweet guy.
0: So then we have... I wish there was a photo with everybody, but I guess not. Oh, well. Um, I guess... uh, Yeah, I wonder why they didn't do that. Maybe to build suspense over more people being added. Um, But then, yeah, uh, now the prize stands on the episode before the finale at $43,000 after Sharon and Rhonda's escapade um, them blowing, or Francesca blowing it, and um, and uh, yeah, the, the kisses here and there between Chloe and Bryce, as well as um, the last two, David and Lydia. Mm-hmm. Um, but here, finale. Um, it's 56 hours until the winner is crowned, a couple days, um, and right off the bat, we get a little a, a great moment between Sharon and Rhonda, where Sharon is like, "Listen, this experience was great. Money or no money, I met you. Do you want to be my girlfriend? Like, yeah. you want to take this in relationship to the next level, which is us leaving the island and being a couple together." And uh, and she says, "Yes,
1: yes, I love them. They're so cute."
0: Correct. And and then because of that genuine conversation, Lana grants them. The um, the green buzzer, so uh, so good for them for for doing that. Yum. Yeah. So.
1: Oh wait, I think it was also really funny because they were sitting like on a yacht drinking champagne, right? Yeah, and I was like, what the hell? I know. And then I think Desiree, who's the narrator, comes on and she goes. Um, something along the lines of, like, this could be you guys for the rest of your life or something like that. And I was like, how are they going to have enough money to be like, no, for the rest the of- <laughs> Drink this champagne. I know that she was meaning, like, being together and stuff like that, but it was just really funny. I was like, no. I wish. Yeah. Or, like, when they were talking about the prize money of being, like, $75,000 at the end and, uh, Someone made the comment of like, they're not going to have to work for the rest of their lives. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I thought. I was like, what, dude? Are you,
1: do you know oh, how much feet money feet 75 grand is?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then the biggest suspense, drama, moment, or whatever through the finale is the fact that Lana gives them a chance to redeem themselves, but she gives that chance and gives it into the hands of the most horny-up couple which is Harry and Francesca, she gives them the private suite and she says you guys can earn back up to 75k if you do not touch each other at all. Whether right. that means a hug, cuddles, mm-hmm. kissing, whatever. Can't do anything together. Um, and, they, and they did it. I didn't think it was going to happen. Um, I thought they were going to do something. And then a singular winner was gonna be chosen. But no, uh, they they did it. Very surprised. They and very,
1: that- they very much did it, which was so funny because when they were sharing snips of them, um Francesca was chasing Harry around, and Harry's like putting a chair in between the two of them and is like Stop it, Francesca, stop it, and she's just like just trotting around like a bunny, like trying to get him. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. And then they were both sitting on the bed together, not touching, but they had a flower, and they'd be like, are we having sex? Are we not having sex? <laughs> <we> having
0: sex? <laughs> not I, having- love, I love when they got in the room. Harry was like, look at all the sex toys. He finds the handcuffs, and he handcuffs himself to the chair, and he's like, I've done my part. You stay over there.
1: <laughs> or, like, he gets butt-ass naked and gets in the big tub. And he walks in and she's like, "What are you doing? Like, what?" And he goes, "Do you know what freestyle is?" And then he just starts like swimming in this tub that's like smaller than he is, and he's getting—he can't even like take his arms all the way forward. He's just like, "I don't even know." Basically,
0: doggy paddling,
1: right? And getting water everywhere. And so Francesca's response to that, she takes her top off, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you guys?" So (laughs) funny.
0: So they do it, they they got that money back, and then Lana says goodbye to Corey and Madison mm-hmm. because both of their attitudes are shit. Corey is here for the wrong reason. He's a drama starter, he has no intention of making connections, and I think ever since Matt left, Madison has just been hanging out, not doing shit. Kind of like almost she wasn't as negative as Haley was, but still pretty, pretty negative. So and on,
1: the, and on the point of Corey, it's not that he even just like sucked and the fact of like he didn't really care about the money and making relationships and stuff like that. He was kind of a home wrecker too. Like he'll yeah. take Francesca out on a date right after he had a not really a heart to heart with Harry, but like a little bit of him explaining to Harry that like he really just wants to be there for fun and to mess around and stuff. And Harry is like, okay, then have fun. And then Corey just turned right around and tried to take his girl, like take Harry's girl. And Harry was like, maybe I shouldn't have given him that advice (laughs) Um, to kind of just like have fun and do your own thing. Um, So yeah, he was like a homewrecker. He wasn't positive. He did not care about anyone's feelings or intentions and he didn't care about the money. Um, or what the money stood for. So, yeah, he sucked ASAP. I felt really bad for Madison because, again, Corey and Madison haven't been on the island for long. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be harder for them to build relationships. Um, but, yeah, Madison just kind of got that first little light with Matt. And then Matt kind of went away.
0: Yeah. So. Well, R.I.P. to that. Um, so at the very end, Lana builds up all this suspense of who's going to win this prize money, who's grown the most. Well, I saw it. as soon as she kicked out the two most negative people, I was like, "Uh oh, she's about to give all the money to them because they've all grown somewhat, whether it's either a little bit or a lot. Um, there was no way they were going to be able to pick one winner.
1: Um, right. And the thing is, like, at one point towards the end, um it when people were still deciding to break the rules even though they knew the monetary amount um, it was like there was a different growth involved with that it was less of like an uh uh-oh like we just did this because we're horny it was more of like uh we understand what we're doing but we want to do it together and we're going to do it anyway i don't know it was a lot more of like we are a couple and we're doing this not just i'm just trying to hook up with everybody yeah, mentality and for some people like they just have to kiss someone to know if it's gonna work out which is what's like defeats the rules of the show but doesn't defeat the purpose so like when chloe had kissed um our boy bryce um, Bryce thank you when Chloe kissed Bryce but then Chloe realized after kissing Bryce that it really wasn't there for her Chloe was like lusting all over Bryce for like a few days and then as soon as she kissed him she realized like oh I was just lusting over him I don't really actually want to be with him so like some people just need that little barrier to like or that little like check and balance to get through it and same thing with like david and lydia like that was their way of really like confirming their feelings for each other so i don't feel like there's anything bad with a kiss i feel like there's a lot of more harm with everything past kissing
0: yeah
1: that makes sense
0: this picture of david what is he doing
1: (laughs) no idea david david's face is interesting like he, is. He's, he's a cute guy, but like his facial expressions or something, it's just weird. I don't know. It works for him, but it's weird.
0: So, so that's it. That's too hot to handle. There was a reunion episode. I'll be honest. It did nothing for me um, other than tell me that Harry and Francesca broke up and now they're getting back together and Sharon and Rhonda. definitely hit the wrong button there.
1: I know. I just explained to everybody that you definitely just clicked the wrong button. And right when I was about to say, Hey, welcome to the Kaylee show. You jumped back on.
0: (laughs) I definitely meant to click stop sharing screen, but instead for some reason I definitely hit leave studio, but yes. yes, Um, (laughs) whatever I said is true before I left.
1: (laughs) It didn't really do much. Um, you said that how Francesca and Harry broke up and got back together. Yes, it was Dad. pretty weird and on the spot and immature of him to like propose to her with a ring pop. Um, I'm like, y'all are twelve. <laughs> it
0: almost feels like this. They didn't need to have a reunion for this. No, um, I mean it- the Love Is Blind one made sense, but yeah,
1: that one made sense because love is blind happened so long ago yeah it was like a year and a half before it premiered i don't feel like it was that long before too hot to handle came out and it was like during a pandemic so the i don't know it was just kind of awkward i just felt like i was watching somebody's facetime calls and i didn't feel much of like a reunion
0: yeah no i 100 percent agree
1: And there really wasn't that many couples that came out of it either. There was only two couples that really – or I guess you could say three, but two solid couples that came out of it. Yeah, Um, agreed. So it was weird to have a reunion, um, which Harry and Francesca, like, they're cute, and I believe that they love each other or whatever, but it's like middle school love for each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like – when you're in middle school and you would dream with your middle school boyfriend about whatever and would just sit and joke about whatever and nothing was deep or got anywhere. And like towards the end of too hot to handle Francesca asked Harry to move in with her basically. And he was like, you want me to move to you or something? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's a really big step to make and then when they did the reunion they were clearly in different buildings so i was like okay it didn't happen it didn't work out i actually kind of knew that they were still together because i was on tiktok and i guess they're tiktok famous together
0: yeah i suppose so
1: so they're still together right now as of like maybe two weeks ago when i saw the tiktok but yeah
0: that's about it that's that's too hot to handle guys we really liked it um what would you give it out of five there, Kaylee?
1: Uh, I'd probably give it a. F- I, I give it a four. Hate I, can't, I hate that I can't give like half half stars. I rule that there should be a change in the game that I can give half stars. But um honestly probably a three. I'm pretty critical.
0: <laughs> you are pretty critical. I am very, I'm very I am very lenient when it comes to stars when I should be stricter on it. Um, I don't really let you know what? You know, I'll I'll give it a three-two. It it deserves a three out of out of five. It's a good dating show. Um, it's a fun watch, it's very entertaining. Um, it's a cool dating show with a cool concept, one that we really haven't seen before. Um, right. similar to Love is Blind. Props to Netflix for giving us two dating shows that have pretty good uh, original ideas.
1: Yeah, um, very original, which is I hope, fine right now.
0: I hope we get new seasons of both of those shows. Yes. Um I know that they're doing a second season of Love Is Blind for sure. I've already heard about castings and shit. But I hope they do another season that was too hot to handle. It's a cool concept.
1: Do you know if the next Love is Blind is going to be Atlanta based people again?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Huh. That's so fun.
0: Yeah.
1: I miss Atlanta. I miss it so much. I drove through um a couple days ago because I was driving from Savannah, Hilton Head area back to Good old Huntsville, Alabama. And mm-hmm. Man, I miss living in that city so much. Yeah. Yeah, my heart breaks there, but I miss it.
0: Absolutely. Well, everybody, that was our take on Too Hot to Handle. Next Monday starts the Bachelor's recap season. Best of the Bachelor, I think it's called. Yes. Um, and we will be breaking those down. I'm really excited because this is going to get me a chance to go back and see shit that I've never seen before. Yes. Um. So I'm really excited to recap them uh, and learn a lot about Bachelor Nation.
1: Yeah. I'm excited to see all the crybabies. There are so many girls that cry way too much. But, I mean, I can't tell people how to feel. Um. All the Ari I'm sure there's going to be so much stuff from Ari's season because Ari was just a dick. So there's going to be a lot of stuff from that, I'm sure. Um, You're definitely going to see Colton jump the fence. I'm sure there's going to be something like that. I could probably name like a few big things that I have seen throughout the last two-ish years. That'll definitely be on that. I'm so excited.
0: Hannah Brown and Peter in the windmill.
1: Yeah. That'll be
0: a highlight, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, that's about all I know. <laughs> so, gang, again, we said it at the top. Closing thoughts, prepped and ready. Binge ten at checkout. Follow Kaylee on Instagram at Kale's Tales. Follow me, Logan Lewis ninety six. Yes. Follow the Binge Boys at Binge Boys Podcast. Um, damn it, there was something else I wanted to say. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google. As well as this podcast is now available on iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher. Boom. More options. Um, But not SoundCloud because SoundCloud is weird with podcasts. Um, Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube. Tell a friend. You know what to do. I think that's all I got to say. All right. Oh, sorry. With the thing I was going to say at the top. Check out the links in our descriptions and bios. Help out, donate, do your part. Spread love, not hate. Kaylee, we will see you next week. Time for happy hour.
1: Yes. See y'all later.
0: All right, guys.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Time to
0: get my drink on.
1: Yeah. Eu não sei se